This is The Irrelevant, a podcast about finding the deeper meaning of seemingly useless information. I'm Rodrigo Nunez, and today's episode is How to Be a Successful Podcaster. Everyone and their mother has a podcast, right? Or had one. Some of us have more than one, but here's what happens most of the time. A person will listen to a podcast where the host is talking with someone else and it's super fun. That person thinks, hey, I can do that. And then they type into Google how to start a podcast. They find out it's super easy to do it. So they go ahead and maybe they'll buy a microphone, but they probably won't. But they'll do it and they'll record one episode and upload it. And then they spam their social media accounts with posts promoting it. They tell all of their friends, but none of them listen. And it's okay because they start recording the second episode with one of their friends as a guest and they go on to have an enlightening conversation about whether there's more wheels or doors in the world and they upload that episode and four people listen to it. At around this point or in three more episodes on average, this person will eventually give up because even though it's easy to make a podcast, it's not easy to get anyone to listen to it. It's even harder to make any money from it. Now, I've been doing this for a while now. The first episode of this podcast that you're listening to right now was released in 2016, and I've made a grand total of negative money from it. So clearly, I'm not a successful podcaster if that's what we're going to measure it by. However, I know of at least three ways to make it big and one company that's making a bunch of podcasters, in quotes, a boatload of money and changing the entire medium in the process. So let's get on with the show. All right, I'm going to share two easy ways for you to make money as a podcaster and be a successful podcaster right away because I don't really want to go in depth into them. Uh, but yeah, these are the two ways you can make money as a podcaster. The first is to talk about cancel culture and use phrases like the left or critical race theory in every other sentence. You do that long enough and eventually you'll have a following on Telegram that will ask you where JFK is going to show up next and you can go touring the country and living off of them. So that's one way to make money. The second way to make money off of podcasting is just to upload white noise. Literally, white noise. No joke. As of the recording of this episode, the number seven podcast on the Spotify rankings in the United States is one called, quote, Relaxing White Noise, end quote, by the Relaxing White Noise LLC. Each episode is eight hours and one minute of white noise, and they usually publish every weekday. There's three more white noise podcasts on the top 50 of Spotify. So there you go. If you want to be a successful podcaster and make some money out of it, the second way to do it is to make a white noise podcast. Now, the third and most serious way is the one that might actually make you rich. And it has already birthed the most successful podcasters of all time. If you don't know who they are, I'm referring, of course, to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. 
On December of 2020, Harry and Meghan signed a multi-year exclusivity deal with Spotify Podcasts for their podcast slash audio production company by the name of Archwell Audio. In the press release announcing the deal, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex said in a joint statement, quote, What we love about podcasting is that it reminds all of us to take a moment to really listen, to connect to one another without distraction, end quote. So, first of all, great name, a classy name, a royal name even. And it even sounds like they actually enjoy podcasts because it's true. What they said is true. Podcasts have this great intimacy that beckons you, the listener, to listen closely. And while some podcasts can be just background noise while you wash dishes or whatever, the great ones will sometimes make you stop in your tracks and just really dig into what's being said. And Spotify seems to know that too, because here's what Spotify chief content and advertising officer Don Ostroff said in the same press release, quote, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex may live in California, but the power of their voices rests in their status as citizens of the world. That they are embracing the extraordinary capacity of podcast on Spotify while also seeking to elevate underrepresented voices is a testament to their appreciation for the potential of audio storytelling. End quote. That's super cool, right? That's, that's genuinely exciting. The Duke and Duchess are going to make podcasts and elevate underrepresented voices. And all of this for the cool sum of 24 million US dollars. That's right. Megan and Harry got 24 million dollars from Spotify to make a podcast. And that, my friends, makes them the most successful podcasters of all time. And before you jump down my throat... To point out that other podcasters had bigger deals, for example, Joe Rogan got at least $100 million from Spotify, but reports show that it may have been $200 million. And Bill Simmons got somewhere between $141 and $190 million for The Ringer from Spotify. Dax Shepard got $75 million for a three-year deal from Spotify. And Call Her Daddy host Alex Cooper got $60 million for her podcast deal from Spotify. And all of these are bigger deals than Harry and Meghan, right? Sure, numerically, yeah, they are. I mean, all of these numbers are bigger than 24. But all of those people produce multiple podcasts a week and have been doing so for a while now. Harry and Meghan, from the moment they signed their deal back in December of 2020, have produced exactly one podcast episode. One episode, 33 minutes long. It's been more than one year since they signed their deal, and that's it. That's all they've produced. Spotify paid 24 million US dollars for 33 minutes of audio from Harry and Meghan. But here's the best part. That one episode doesn't even feature 20 minutes of them speaking. It's a holiday special where they get a bunch of other celebrities like James Corden and Tyler Perry to talk about how they dealt with the pandemic. They don't even have conversations with them. And the excuse that Harry gives is because they wanted to avoid going on Zoom and saying, are you on mute? Am I on mute? Which is just utter baloney. <laughs> so it's actually 24 million for 10 minutes of Harry and Meghan and 20 minutes of celebs speaking. 
So that's what, 2.4 million every minute of them speaking? Now do you see why they're the most successful podcasters of all time? I'm sure you noticed that when I was listing off podcasting deals, I kept mentioning Spotify. They're very clearly spending a lot on podcasting. Even paying $24 million for 10 minutes of Harry and Meghan. But there's also the Rogan deal and the Ringer and all those I mentioned. And why are they doing it? Because Spotify sees podcasts as a way to grow their user base. Podcasts as a whole aren't that old, but the technology underlying them is. It's RSS, or really simple syndication. A podcast is nothing but an RSS feed with an audio embedded in it. It's almost like a blog at its root level. It's an open format, and all you need to have a podcast is an RSS feed. All people need to listen to a podcast is to subscribe to that RSS feed. It's simple, open technology that has made the internet what it is now. Spotify is not RSS. Spotify is not open. You need an account for Spotify because it's its own ecosystem with its own user data tracking systems and a whole lot of closed off things that RSS is not. In fact, when this podcast gets uploaded to Spotify, Spotify takes my file from my RSS feed and uploads it onto its servers and feeds the Spotify listeners a copy of my file from the Spotify servers. And more importantly, it can track meticulously all kinds of data that it can then use to sell to advertisers. Spotify, above all, wants users so that it can get information from its user base to sell to advertisers. That's it. Notice how the person that was going on and on about the merits of Harry and Meghan's podcasting deal with Spotify holds the title Spotify Chief Content and Advertising Officer. Content and advertising. It goes hand in hand for Spotify. So that's Spotify's model. They don't really care about the content of these shows. They care about the appeal to draw in new users to their platform. Harry and Meghan actually aren't the only ones. For example, Kim Kardashian signed a podcasting deal in June 2020 and has no episodes. Chernin Entertainment, which is a film studio, uh, signed a deal with Spotify and hasn't released a single podcast episode. The Russo brothers signed a podcasting deal with Spotify and no shows have been developed. Warner Bros. and DC signed a podcasting deal in June 2020 and nothing has come of it. Because what matters to Spotify isn't really the content of the show so much as the buzz that they generate. According to The Motley Fool, when the Harry and Meghan deal was announced, Spotify's stock market value rose 1.9%. That 1.9% raise was worth $836 million. So those $24 million that they paid really don't even compare to the $836 that they made instantly, right? They more than 10x'd what they gave Harry and Meghan at that moment. So you want to be a successful podcaster, be famous, and have Spotify sign you up. I've been podcasting for a while now, and I've been listening to podcasts for even longer than that. I genuinely love the medium. 
I'm saddened by the state of affairs with Spotify closing off the ecosystem and dumping metric tons of cash on the doorsteps of influencers all around the world. And then their and then their shows fall into the same process of everyone else. They make one or two episodes or one season and then call it quits and Spotify won't care. But in the process, they would have spent millions advertising these shows and really put them in front of people's faces, just spam people over and over, and then those shows will die. Kind of like what happened with the Michelle Obama podcast. Those ads were all over the place. And what I fear will happen is that the people will burn out on podcasts themselves because of it. So what we have to do is not only to stop listening to these shows, but now more than ever, as these big multinational conglomerates such as Spotify and Amazon start to invest heavily in spamming consumers with their soulless podcast offerings, it's up to us, the people who actually listen, to share the ones that aren't soulless and made with care and dedication and not just due to contractual obligation as a part of a diversification of income. It's time to show off the shows with actual intention behind them. To share them with your friends and with your enemies. Because podcasting is changing and it's changing really fast. The top ranking podcast on all of the charts, I'm talking Spotify, Apple, Google, and Chartable, are about 80% backed by a major corporation of some kind. And the small independent podcasters that made this medium so attractive to these multinational conglomerates are falling to the wayside. And I know it's a losing battle and that Spotify and Amazon and Netflix will eventually win the podcasting war and maybe we'll never have an RSS-centered podcast in a couple of years. But still... There's still so much untapped potential in this medium and so many storytellers out there that are taking advantage or will take advantage of it that I hope Harry and Megan are the most successful podcasters ever and that Spotify stops dumping all of this money on the doorsteps of people because they're killing podcasts in the process. Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, share it with a friend. If you like any podcast that's not funded by Spotify or any major network, share it with a friend. I think that's ultimately what I'm getting at. Uh, podcasting became attractive because of independent creators. And um, now they're being kind of muscled out. So, yeah, just think about that. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser.com. See you next time. And as always, OR4 did nothing wrong. This is the Irrelevant Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.